Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello and welcome, welcome to Two in the Thinking Tank, the show where so we try and come up with five sketch ideas. ideas. Um, uh, I'm Alistair. Uh, I'm Andy, and uh, it is it is good to be. Goddamn being is one of the best. It's good to be. It's one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you have you tried not be? Uh, usually when I'm unconscious, essentially, I think that's what I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it look. It, it's not exactly but, not being, but it's 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 very similar. Yeah, but it's I would like, say that I am unconscious. So. Yes. So so you you're still being I'm, something. Yeah, I'm being unconscious, but I'm I'm as little being as I can. I'm thinking about trying a coma. It's 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 like uh, you want to move to Ballarat, uh, but instead you move to Castlemaine. You know you're you. It's close. It's, a, it's it's close. I mean, close. you know, they're not that close. I can't tell the difference. It's not like Bendigo and Castlemaine, which are probably not... only rough, roughly 45 from each okay, other. Okay, well, that shows how little I know about, uh, I'm going to say, you, Ballarat, all Bendigo, V-lines are the same. Right? They are. Mm, uh, you don't care. I refer to them as the regions. Yeah, the the inland. Inland. Just, you just treat inland Up there. with scorn. I've... Commented before that we could combine Castle Maine, Bendigo, and Ballarat all into one city and call it Castle Bendy Rat. And uh, it's not the first time you've said that. It's not the first no. time. I'll probably say it again. I mean, look, it's not the first time that how much we've shown uh, we've shown how much <laughs> disdain we have for anyone and anything inland and anywhere and anywhere that is inland. Inland. Uh, yeah. And and look, I think it's deserved. I mean, I've driven out there deserved a, a few times recently. And it's uh, you know, like I'm about to do it tomorrow. About to go all the way to Echuca. Are you serious? Oh, look at the things you do for money. <laughs> you gotta go to Echuca. Yeah. It sounds like it was named by a train. <laughs> all right. Echuca, 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 Echuca. I don't know if it's any worse than the normal naming conventions that we have for things. No, naming it after no. people who were here once. Mm, absolutely. I, Descriptions you know, of the land. I guess that's pretty good. I, I think. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not worse than descriptions of the land. What Des- the... descriptions of the land is a terrible more land, more land. No, but like, what about like, you know, uh, Twin Peaks? Yeah, that's quite good. I yeah, suppose. see, that's quite good. Yeah. Um, Death Valley. <laughs> I'm assuming, you know. I mean, that was a valley. So yeah, it's not like yeah, it's a yeah. city, but you yeah, know. you're right. That is a very good thing to name a place. Death Valley. <laughs> I, but, I mean, it's cooler. It's cooler than Achuca. Can you think of a tougher job than being uh, a uh, a real estate agent in Death Valley? Yeah. Okay. Uh, garbage man anywhere. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you, you, you personally, Alistair, mm. I, I, I have used "garbage person" as an insult, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. But you're not, you're not likening someone to a a garbage man, someone who collects garbage. No, I would never insult the the, the, the people who sanitize our our streets. Mm. They they prevent disease. They're essentially doctors. You know, they're New York's strongest. Garbage, not, garbage people. So no. there's um, New York's finest are the the police. Yeah, right. Uh, New York's bravest are the fire department, and uh, the garbage, the sanitation uh, removal experts. They're the um, New York's strongest. I didn't see. I didn't know that. And yeah. The one time I've been to New York, I got to say there was a lot of big piles of garbage. <laughs> 
that they could have done with Well, some... see, once someone reaches that level of strength, uh, from a management point of view, it's very difficult to then tell them to go and pick up garbage. To control them, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because once you're in the management position of the strongest people, you're actually below them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the negotiating positions uh, is actually what it was referring so to. So they just do what they want. They do what the fuck they want, yes. <laughs> they aren't going to pick up anybody's trash. Is that in any way a sketch? <laughs> uh, yeah, in, in, in any way it is. In uh, some way. So, so, so how do, you, can, can, do you have an inkling of how that spe- sketch would play out? Or, well, or I mean, speech? it could either be about... You know, New York's strongest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or it could be a situation in which the person, and like any other situation in which the person who's in charge yes. is of less authority than the person that they're in charge of. I see, I see. So, I mean, it could be like... Well, gorillas. Great. Yeah. Yeah, like a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and so it could be, so it's just a zookeeper and a gorilla? Yes, yes, a zookeeper and a gorilla and... um. But see, see, the problem is you've got the wall there, mm. right? Of course, uh, yeah. Know, well, which... the wall, the wall really gives the zookeeper some power. Yeah. You know, many, many leaders have used walls to uh, indeed to stop people. <laughs> from, uh... <laughs> I was also thinking there's the possibility, like the parent of a giant baby. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we saw that played out, played out oh, to, yeah. to humorous effect in Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, the yeah. sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, where do you think they would have gone after that? I can tell you where they went. They went to Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh, yeah. Direct to video. <laughs> uh, not not quite, you know, but, you know. Was it, Rick Moranis in that one? There's, yes, he was, yes. Really? So so you can go, you go small, you go huge, but then you can't, like, the only thing that's left is medium size. So... You know, okay. The third great. one would have to be honey. We remained the same size, or, or honey. Everything's okay. Honey, we're roughly half size. <laughs> we're, we're we're smaller. We're not tiny. We're not tiny. I mean, it depends on your point of view. Yeah, I would have thought this was tiny until the first installment of this series. <laughs> if I hadn't been through as much as I have, exactly. Been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so because how many size-based plots can you have? That's it. Yeah, I mean, there's big, there's small. What about, honey, I'm half size and you're <laughs> double size. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of a crossover. <laughs> you know, but then you have to see them work out their relationship like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe originally he was already. I mean, Rick Moranis is pretty small, so he. I I think I think like. Maybe, so we, we're thinking in terms of dimensions, sorry, we're thinking in terms of dimensions, you know, big and small, but like, what if, mm. like, honey, I can only move sort of left and right, and you can only move forwards and backwards, like, somehow we've become trapped in, ah, in different yeah, planes like this. Yeah, yeah, okay. of existence, mm. right? Yeah. Honey, I'm last week, and you're two <laughs> weeks from now. So well, they that, get... I think that was... <laughs> <laughs> so they're displaced in time. They're displaced in time, or, or one of them's moving very fast, one of them's moving very slowly. But, but your your displaced in time one, I think, was the plot of the Lake House, starring <laughs> Sandra Bullock and Keanu, and Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> but then, but but that was really a thing about a magic mailbox. Yeah, yeah this is very different. This is a, about a magic machine. No, no, no. There's no sort machine. of laser. Oh, well, I guess he's got the machine. But then somehow he goes back in time a week, and she goes forward in time <laughs> two weeks, and they still have to try to make their marriage work. <laughs> I like. I'd like to incorporate elements of the first episode. He he has a run in with a with a an ant uh, oh. and a scorpion again. <laughs> yeah, but the and ant a... is like a day ahead of him, and the scorpion is a day behind. <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. It's somebody pitching Rick Moranis. We want to play. We want to play with with more dimensions. I think, I think this is a really funny. The, the you you never see Rick, right? Yeah. So it's just the two guys in there it's, pitching to Rick. Okay, he's on the other side of the table. So it opens Rick, Rick. You've been out of the game for a long time. And I think you were dealing with your wife's health. Mm-hmm. That's very commendable. That's, that's great. Um, but I tell you what, people. 
They love the franchise. They love. They love it. The Honey franchise. The, the Honey, honey eye. eye. The Honey <laughs> Eye franchise. Um, all right. After after the new, it feels like you could say Honey Eye and then almost anything, <laughs> and it would be a hit. Yeah. Uh, now after the uh, obviously the Ghostbusters minor success, the new one, we're thinking there's real hunger yeah. for some for some new Rick Moranis nineties action comedy. They they want you, baby. Yeah. Can uh, I call you baby? Can, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I know, obviously, we don't see him, but we might hear him. <laughs> Not then, obviously. No, but, you know, I think it's got something to do with his wife was sick, and then he's sort of taken on some of her qualities. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like the brain, right? When one part gets taken off, the, taken mm, out, the mm. other brain starts to compensate. Like when you... you what? <laughs> what did you say had happened to his wife? Did you say she was out of the way? <laughs> Because I mean, like, that's what died. I heard. That's yeah, what that's I, what heard. I meant. She dies. She's out of the way. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, you know, marriage being in each other's way. <laughs> I don't know. He's. Gonna, I don't know that he's going to go with us in this pitch meeting. <laughs> Rick, ignore the what, the first ten minutes of what we said. Was I'm sorry. Okay. What we want to do very excited. is we're thinking of more of the universal dimensions that we can play with. Um, you've done big, you've done small. You've done big, you've done small, you've done small again. Yes. But this time it's you, right? Your yeah. kids are big again, but only big in comparison. They've stayed the same size. You exactly. Get you were there. They're probably older now, to be honest. They're all growing up. They're They've all... got kids of their own. But imagine if their grandfather was two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their mother was in a month. Their grandmother was in a month. Um, <laughs> um, okay. I'm thinking other universal constants. Or, or you know, uni- no, other dimensions. Great. Right, we've worked with... We've worked... Okay, you can only move sideways. Your wife can only move forward and backwards. She's really heavy. Yeah. Okay? And you keep floating away. What about this? Your wife becomes a wormhole. <laughs> Honey, I made you a wormhole. And every time you have sex, you pass through her... <laughs> To another dimension where she never existed. You've got to get back through her to find her again. It's a metaphor for marriage. <laughs> We're getting out of each other's way. <laughs> Your marriage, Rick. Anyway. It's all right, look. We, we got two, two pitches for him. We got two pitches. I think it's I'm great. I'm just putting forward Rick. Rick, Rick, Rick pitch into Rick. Rick Moranis pitch. Uh, pitch. It's the Honey Eye series. <laughs> Honey Eye shrunk the kids. Honey Eye shrunk the kids. Honey Sorry. Eye blew up the baby. That's what it was called. Really? Yeah, it was called Honey Eye blew up the baby. Oh, that's quite confronting. Yeah. I mean, I think it yeah, it could have touched on darker themes in, in the end it was really just a big baby. In the end. In the end. <laughs> well, in the end, it was a small baby. But sort of towards no, the true. end, it Some, was quite a big yeah, baby. Somewhere in the middle, it was quite a big yeah. baby. I think because I think it must it went through different sizes throughout the movie. I guess you needed some kind of progression. Because I think at one point, he was like the size of, you know, the guy, the the Vegas guy who plays the guitar, like the uh, but made out of neon lights? Elvis? No, but it's just. Is like there one, a big sign or yeah, it's something? It's one of those famous. Right, kind of one of those maybe famous it's not. Signs. Maybe it's not even in Vegas. Maybe it's some other place. Then what do you? So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure mm. I could be wrong. Yeah. That there was a, there was it, at some point in that movie, they called in the military to deal with the baby, like or the military so. was like threatening to shoot the yeah, baby. I feel or like there must have like been some military involvement. I also think that, that like there's a common theme and I don't know if it happened in that film but like of 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 guys from in from the military in movies trying to turn things into weapons. So I'm pretty sure that happened in uh, Alien Resurrection, right? Yeah. They they had aliens on the ship and they were planning to weaponize them. They thought they could train them and you know. And then and then so, that occurred again in Jurassic the most recent one. Oh, right. I didn't see that. I Jurassic see... World? Yeah, Jurassic World. So they tried to weaponize... The Velociraptors. Right. They, they thought they could... They could. You know, there was a military guy who Sort thought, of riding them around? Uh, sort of just just keeping them as like a pack. Yeah. You know, like you would hunting dogs and sort okay. of racing with them and 
training them to 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 so they would run alongside you like like you were sort of Mowgli and they were your pack of wolves. Yes, yes. Have you seen the latest? Uh, oh, I haven't seen Iron I've... Man. <laughs> no, I haven't seen <laughs> with Mowgli Stark. <laughs> um, but but that idea of a of a military guy who 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 wants to. Weaponize things. We- weaponize the giant baby. Well, maybe not the giant baby, okay, but, but other know, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things. You know, maybe other films. No, I do like this. I think that, that that's a fun. That's a fun premise. Yeah. Um. So he's looking like because I mean that would be somebody's job probably is somebody's looking uh, for new types of weapons. I, that's the crazy thing. It probably is. Yeah. There is probably someone who that is in their entire job is to look look around and look, look online and say, oh, somebody's invented a new kind of clip for a bread bag, and that yeah. there's a magnet on it. You can keep it on the fridge. Mm. Or what can? <laughs> yeah. How can how can the American military, the world's finest, yeah. most richest, <laughs> most powerful military, sure. how can we how can we utilize that? Can we hurt people with this? Yeah. <laughs> We use this to I hurt mean, people. Okay, let's see. And he, so, so maybe he's he's almost like a, almost like a like a physical comedian. Like I, I don't think it would be that diff, different from like Buster Keaton trying to work out a bit. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so he's he's like slapping himself in the <laughs> face with it, going like, "What? How could you? How could you hurt yourself with this to sort of you know find a good thing like that?" And he's throwing the magnets at the at the fridge, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, they got a good spin on him." Yeah. Uh, maybe he's putting it in a gun. I think I think the fridge magnet thing is a, is probably a bad idea. I think we can find something, you know, more even more innocuous. Sure. But, uh you know, like some sort of all I can think of is cream. But that's I mean like what about maybe somebody's weaponized uh the wedding industry, the sort of, you know, like like <laughs> you know like the in many ways somebody already has weaponized the <laughs> wedding industry and the prices are so high. Uh, that so it, high. It, that it does hurt people, but mm. I mean, obviously, we're trying to hurt your enemies, not yeah. just yeah, not just, not just gouge sort of you know, because I mean that that would end up hurting your family and friends in the end. Well, I mean, they kind of did this with um, not quite the wedding industry, but yeah. like you know, people say that that CIA used cocaine to destroy the Black Panther movement, right? Yeah, right. I mean, they could have just got them into really expensive weddings. A lot of debt, yeah, and then they would have had to work it off, and they couldn't have afforded to spend all that time black panthering, <laughs> you know, yeah, and all the good work that they did with that. But um, I think that's look that that's. Well, I think I mean, there's a sketch in it. Yeah, no, I think I definitely. Well, I, I, you know, I just I do want to explore. Like, I look, I'm gonna even write down. Uh, Weaponizing. Weaponizer. Weaponizing. It's in a in a way, Alistair. It's our classic brainstorming format, mm. but it's got a more physical element. Which I I, I like uh, that is you know he has to experiment with an object in and work out a way in which it can be dangerous. Yeah, but like also, um, just to try to like bring it back to like the the places where we've seen it. So it's like to bring it back to the archetype of the, those guys. You know, it's like the guy an alien. So you know, there, it's new discoveries. Right, right, right. So so well, maybe maybe in that case, there's a. See, I, I thought it, it, it you know it could just be a guy in a, in a room. Well, we somehow explain his his career choice that he has to, you know, weaponize things. Mm-hmm. Works in the military has to weaponize things, uh, and uh, he, you know, just just different. You know, he's just different stuff. Maybe he's on Kickstarter. Maybe he's on Etsy, Absolutely. trying to find he's you know things that are coming up. Kickstarter seeing the latest snore cure. <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, so sh- show me what it does. And he goes like yeah. this, and he goes like, see, you don't, don't snore quite as much. You know, oh, yeah. like that. Could we goes, use yeah. that to reduce the noise of uh, sort of the, the engine on a F-18 uh, Hornet striker? Or or could, maybe, uh, maybe could we use that, you know, instead of like a, like a Guantanamo Bay kind of situation mm, mm. Uh, when you're trying to... Uh, you know, like completely sensory deprive somebody. You know, sometimes they've got a roommate who snores, and then <laughs> take that, that away from them. You know, take even that, <laughs> even the there snoring. Is, of once their again, mate. you see, there is nothing that you can possess no. that we cannot take away, <laughs> for we are the American military. <laughs> you know, and maybe maybe you can even, just see him going through like a, a even a physics the gift, department. the gift of irritation. <laughs> There's nothing that we can't hurt you with. Um, you know, he goes through a physics department. Mm. And he's lo- just looking over everybody's shoulder, and what are you doing there? Yeah. You know, and then he's like, "Oh, you know, this is like I'm just working on a new air pump." He goes, "Oh yeah, 
Actually, you didn't use that to hurt anybody. I what I think is funny if it's like a you know maybe a, a father and son working away in the shed right and they've just invented some shitty little invention and the military comes in busts down the door oh, right, and they say we're interested we're we're here we're going to take all of this and so could it be like could it be like one of those lame. Um, uh, is it like a back pillow? It's like an old man who's yeah. invented, like a, he's just cut a bit of foam into kind of a triangle. It's quite. <laughs> <laughs> We're buying he puts this. It, puts it behind his back <laughs> when he's in the car. The potty. Oh, here's what we're gonna do, right? <laughs> we're gonna give it to all the enemies, right? We're gonna go out, you know. Let's say we're in Afghanistan, we're gonna drop that, you know, we'll yeah. drop it over, over there, and then uh, you know, the Afghani people will use it and they'll yeah, you know, become dependent on it. They'll <laughs> take it away. <laughs> each, each, every one of them, it's gonna have a, it's gonna have a self-destruct system. It's gonna. <laughs> It's going to decay after after three months. It's going to crumble to oh, nothing. The, the foam won't kind of have that spring back that it used to have, you know? And, uh, you know, it's like when Nestle or one of those, like, um, formula, baby formula companies, mm. like, went into Africa and was like, hey, you guys should try this baby formula. And, like, they tried it on their kids and then oh, their boobs the... dried up. Oh, God. And, and then they, they, like, couldn't afford to get the, the baby formula. It'll be like that, but with pillars. Yeah, with pillars, with back pillars. Back pillars, and then nobody will have any lumbar support. <laughs> they'll be used to it, and they'll have they'll use rocks, and then they'll... I, I love they'll, this, yeah. right? Old man cuts a bit of foam, the right size for his back. It's so comfortable, right? He's he's there, he's, he's, he's telling June about it, his neighbor, right? She's 80, she's been having trouble. She right? talks to her son. Yes. Who works in the military. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He informs the uh, he the weaponizer. Up the Pentagon. We got a new. We got a. We got. We got a live one here. Yeah, we got a new invention. Yeah, they busted it down. June's there with Doug, right? They take one. They whip it out from under June. They say, "You never saw this. You didn't do this. You never saw it. This never existed. Forget you ever saw this." June's got dementia. She's going to forget it anyway. Gonna, yeah, you never it's existed. Gone. They take him. They roll him in a carpet. They put him in a vat of acid. <laughs> Then they give the Afghan people one week of the best sitting comfort they've ever had. The best lumbar support. <laughs> Three the weeks drops, later. Drops all over, you know, the, from the aerial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then three weeks later, that foam loses its spring back. <laughs> Those people have never been more depressed. The city, America goes back into Afghanistan. Yeah, with... with <laughs> Truckloads of these things. The Taliban don't have a chance. Yeah, it's a, it's it's hearts and minds and lower backs and lower backs. <laughs> I mean, that's how you establish a a democracy. You don't just oh, oh, go in and take it, topple absolutely. the statues. Come on, you need pillars. Pillars, the pillars of society. What are the think of the pillars of society? You the, got the truth. You got justice, the neck pillars and pillars. You got bed pillars. You got throw pillars. <laughs> Those strange boomerang-shaped pillars, big in the 90s. Those real big, thick ones for pregnant ladies they put between their legs when when they're trying to sleep. Is that a thing? Yeah, because I think at one point you can no longer roll onto your front, you know. And without that, what do you got? Well, better, I mean, you got nothing. Might as well jam a pillar between your legs. There's nothing. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Forget it. Like, I can understand a guy needing a pillar between his legs uh, because, you know, like, in a need Mate, I can understand it too. As a man, I can bloody understand anything that a man relates to. Have you known people who've needed to have one of those in between the leg pillars to sleep? Because I think think it was mostly like a paranoia that he was crushing ball. I like. I just like the so, way I said that. You know um, a guy who was paranoid. He was crushing ball. He was crushing his balls while he and slept. so couldn't sleep without a pillar without between a pillar. his. Legs. I think maybe because his girlfriend's dad told him that he did it. And that, then, that he'd crushed his ball. No, 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 no I don't think he crushed no. ball, but <laughs> that he used the pillar. He used the in between leg pillar to sleep, and then he just realized this is what I got to do. I can't crush ball every night. <laughs> But was the girlfriend's dad? I mean, he'd the girlfriend's dad had produced the girlfriend, so he was doing something right. Yeah. Well, who knows? He might have prepped. How many fire. other girlfriends had he produced? Uh, you don't know. You don't know. I, I think he'd produced two men, 
as well. Yeah, which wow. might have been why he started. You know, maybe that's a result of crushing ball. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm just. I don't know. Look, I don't know if there's a sketch in that, but it's this weird. These weird things that people are paranoid about, where. Uh, it's just a very na- it's a very normal thing that you do that you wouldn't have thought that there's anything to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you just you can just add a paranoia to somebody like you, you sow the seeds, don't you? Um, yeah, it's a bit of seed sown. It's a bit of seed sown. Is uh, it a special pillar? You just use a regular pillar. Oh, you just use a. Re- I think maybe he found out about the pillar. Right? <laughs> when sorry, pillar. pillar. I was saying pillow. I know. I probably sounded like an idiot. Uh, he found I, out I feel, about the pillar. I feel bad for you, but I'm glad that you corrected yourself. Um, I think he found out about it because he had the family stay over, like the parents stay over at their house, and they gave up their bed for it. And yep. then he found out that his pillow he, he was used the as morning. the in-between <laughs> pillow, as the leg pillow. And he goes, all right, well, now i got to get a new pillow, but then maybe I can use the, his, the one, what used to be my pillow, that is now a leg pillow, as my leg pillow. I'm not putting my head on a pillow that's been between my girlfriend's father's Legs, legs, but I will put that pillar between my <laughs> legs, <laughs> and to to protect my pillars mm, of society. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think there's a sketch in that. I think, I think, I think the there's something in the seeds of doubt. All right, I like the, a guy who's mm. very susceptible to the seeds of doubt. Oh yeah. Right. People make little suggestions, and he he laughs it off. Right. But then you just see. It's slowly niggling at him. Yeah, niggles and, and grows. Niggles. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, once you have a bit more time to think about it, you go, yeah. well, logically, I mean, the balls hang. You know, they're supposed to hang free. Yeah, down. Uh, to, but down. When, you're... <laughs> when you're on your side, you've got your legs closed. I mean, that's just going against the whole design of the, of, of the bag. Yeah. The, ba- <laughs> the whole bag is there to dangle. Just to hang, to dangle. To dangle, you know, in the cool breeze. I mean, I'm overheating my balls, crushing ball. I'm not going to be able to have any daughters. Um, but 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 you could also see this guy in 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 other situations. You know, other things that niggle, like uh, uh, the. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, this this is almost more like a, it's more like a kind of like a character in a sitcom or something. You know, the, just the kind of. Okay, bit... so here's a thing that niggles with me. I'm going Great. to be honest with you. Thank you very All much. Right. Appreciate um, it. Finally, I uh, when I go to the toilet to do it number two. Yeah, this is going to be gross. When I go to the toilet yeah. to do a number two, right? Oh, I, I realize what I've started on here. Okay, go to the toilet to do a number two. You always do a number one at the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll be hey. more. I, I don't know if people are understanding. When you do a shit, you piss at the same time. Yeah. Right. Great. But I'm never confident that I've done enough piss. So after I've finished on the toilet, I always have to stand up and turn around and do another piss. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just to make sure I've got everything out. Wow. I always feel like sometimes I pee too much. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Are you serious? Yeah. Like, like I think I think I'm like, oh, I feel like this. I must be just draining liquids that aren't there. Because sometimes, you know, it's just like... This thing comes like three minutes into it, and you're like, "Where did that come from?" <laughs> that that was probably not supposed to go. That's, that was probably my emergency supply. That was probably yeah. Like I like, left the door open, the bloody horses bolted. That was like you know, that was like probably like my camel's hump worth of liquid. Yeah, you know that I kept it, or maybe it's stomach acids coming out now. Sometimes it starts to burn a bit. Yeah, it's like in your. You ever get burning? I mean. Occasionally, I've had burning, but it's usually a dehydration thing. I think nah, the burning. But, but I mean, like once I like you know well, the first pee doesn't burn. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little something hanging around. Yeah, a little bit comes later on, like when you pee too much. It's during the too much pee. I guess you don't experience that. I don't think so. I mean, maybe you're maybe you're peeing out stomach acid. I, <laughs> I don't. Do you think it could be? You know the fluid that comes out when in, in female ejaculation? Do you think mm. guys maybe have that and it comes out three <laughs> minutes into a... It does feel good, you know, up to that point. That's true, except for the burning. <laughs> except for the burning. That doesn't feel good. See, you, you could be... You know, people lord medical breakthroughs. Everyone's very excited by a medical breakthrough. But for there mm. to be... I mean, we're running out of problems, right? So for there to be <laughs> medical breakthroughs, you need to have... People who are having breakthroughs with problems. You've got to have new problems. New problems to yeah, break through. I mean, through. soon there's not going to be any problems to solve. Because what are you breaking through, right? 
if not a wall, right? Absolutely. You need to be new guys finding new walls, Absolutely. erecting new walls. Yeah, I mean, you, you could you, you there, the man who pisses out his stomach acid. Yeah. You, you you could be the next Lou Gehrig's disease. That's, oh, that would be very exciting. Do I have my name put to something? Yeah, Alastair th- Tremblay Birchall syndrome. The three minute into a poo, Bernie pee. <laughs> well, I think that's why they call it Alastair Tremblay Birchall, Alastair George William Tremblay Birchall syndrome. I mean, that's funny. Like, that's a funny like sketch idea that somebody goes to a doctor with something really weird like that. Yeah, and then and the doctor's really excited. He doesn't want him to tell any other doctors about it because yeah. this could be big. And then he goes, <laughs> "Have you seen anyone else? This could be named after I'm you. Will- I'm willing to put you on a retainer." And it makes the news, and so now he is known as the three minute into a poo Bernie P guy. <laughs> it's. You know, and it's like it's not quite a syndrome. It's just something that happens if you poo for three minutes plus. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're pushing the body to new frontiers. <laughs> to new frontiers. I guess you know, maybe most people haven't sat there for that long. It feels like it's not that long. Do you long. think there could be a Nobel Prize in medicine for this? <laughs> you know, what does the patient get when the doctor gets, you know, like <laughs> when he gets a Nobel Prize for <laughs> something, discovering something in your body? I've got what? I get nothing. I get nothing. Oh, what? Oh, good on you, Doc. What, you just wrote down what I told you? I don't know. Yeah, I described my symptoms. You, you wrote them down particularly lucidly. I think, I think you probably have to come up with a cure in order to... Uh... <laughs> you can't just discover something? <laughs> I don't think you can just be like, look at this weird bulge. Look, I, still, I don't feel this is 100% a sketch, but... Oh, like, I think it maybe I think it is. is. I think look, it is. It's I think, a doctor I, I, sketch. I, I think it's a doctor sketch. Guy goes in. Or girl goes in, has something weird. Weird. Right? Question. Yep. The doctor gets very excited because this could be a breakthrough. All right? I might get tenure. Is that yeah. a thing? Is that tenure. Or is that it? <laughs> Do you think maybe it's a research hospital? I don't know. I think I've never heard of tenure in Australia. Okay. I think it could be an, an American and British phenomenon. Maybe nobody's in Australia has achieved tenure. <laughs> Nobody's good enough. Nobody's good enough to Nobody's get tenure here. Oh no, you can get tenure. It's, it's, it's very, it's very possible. It's an untenable country. Mm. What does tenable mean? Does that mean something? Tenable. Untenable. Yeah. Untenable. Absolutely, that means something. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> Alistair. Oh. I just don't know what it means. Well, tenable. No, but you've, you've got it, right? Tenable. Is, is is something that can be achieved? Oh. Untenable, something that cannot be achieved. The end. <laughs> the uh, I, I I think oh, I've only got weird, stupid pun observations. Yep, give at this it to point. me. Ten years sounds like ten years. <laughs> ten years. <laughs> and I think originally it was probably just you've been here for ten years. Do you ten think years. that's, that's, well, that's then, all you've been here for 10 years. You've got 10 years. Yeah, we've got 10 years. I, I Congratulations. Look, I apologize that I'm... You're looking at your telephone. Human. I know, but I, I just because there's a part of me that, that if I felt a vibration and it was under my leg so it couldn't make a noise, but now it's not even lighting up. Um, and, and I was like, oh, it could be about the baby. Could be about the baby. Is that know? always in the back of your mind? Now, always. Could be, about could, the be baby. could be even in the side of my mind. It could be anywhere. The front. Look, I think now the top. The, the bottom. top could be. I could be living in the completely in the present. But do you think that last time we did a podcast, you probably didn't even have a baby? No, nah, it was way pre-baby. I think. Yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a long time. Yeah, but we're back, guys. We're back in a big way. Oh my goodness! I mean, that is until you go away. <laughs> you know that is you know, but you know. Look, is that... No, it's still recording, right? Okay. God, sorry. Look, I, this has got... Oh, Alistair. Is... I mean, it just it, all it took was a vibration. Yeah, it took a vibration, and then I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even get the fucking thing back in action. You know, once upon a time, a vibration 
all that meant was an earthquake. Right. It was just like secure the crockery. Yeah. Or uh, get under a door. Maybe like a loose, you know, like you know, like a like a loose screw on a cymbal. You know, like or or, or you know, <laughs> a loose screw. Is that a drumming reference? Yeah, yeah. Or like you know, like a like you might get a vibration from a from a snare that you still you know, like you know when you somebody's playing on a stage that loads of bands are playing on. But yeah, the guy's just playing like an acoustic set, and oh, then there's still yeah. a drum there's a kit snare back there in the background. Somebody's snare, you gotta you gotta release the fucking the that bit from the snare because it's going. Yeah. Sometimes it meant that as well, vibration. It's a uh, it's it must be uh intimidating, I reckon, to perform an acoustic set in front of a drum a drum kit. It's like it's like uh, yeah. doing karate while someone's pointing a gun at you. Like doing an acoustic set in front of some amps. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you you're being loomed over by, by a superior force. Possibly. Oh no! Wait, I was about to say possibly the New York's fine, strongest. Was that was that in this podcast? Or was that in the other <laughs> one? I, I have I have no <laughs> recollection. I think we, I think it may not have been in this podcast. Oh, it might have been an earlier conversation that I was trying to call back to. Yeah. It's it's interesting to call back to something that never happened. Yeah, it's almost just like a thought. It's calling to the present. It's co- indeed without the power. Did you ever read the book The Call of the Wild? You know what? I keep thinking about it because uh, really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, because I last maybe last year or the year before I read roughly three quarters of it. Really? Yeah. The Call of the Wild. The Call of the Wild. It was a red oh. book. And so it must have been like the old version of Penguin Classics. Yep, they made yep. it completely red with gold writing on Ooh, it. Ooh, nice. Because I just saw one another version of that same kind of cover and writing mm-hmm. on another book in an op shop just the other day. And I was like, oh, that must have been like a series. A series of a oh. sort. And so it's it's a whole book about a dog. Yeah. It's from a the dog point book. of view of a dog. <laughs> it's a dog book. <laughs> You're sitting there, you're like, oh, what am I going to write about? Uh, not much happens in my life. Yeah. But I imagine if I was a dog. I could imagine probably things that happened to dogs. <laughs> well, and the crazy thing is... There was probably was a time when people thought, look, there's nothing more we can do with literature. The humans, the human soul, it, it, it's... It's reached its limits. We've we've, assess- we've like, discovered there everything there is. Thomas Hardy wrote far from the madding crowd. We're done. We're done. The human condition has been described accurately. It's a, it's as mapped as the Pacific Ocean. It's the Pacific Ocean, which we've seen roughly half of. Have we not seen the whole of the Pacific Ocean? No, well, maybe at the time. Oh, back at back then. Back yeah, at the time. Course, yeah. oh, so I'm um, talking about at the time. Oh, of Alistair. course, yeah. Well, I didn't realize it was a period piece you were doing. Now we've got to get out of this, this human frame. What if we explored the dog soul? Dog. The dog. There's got to be at least another 500 years of literature in the yeah. soul of the and dog. And we'll move to seagulls. Obviously, there's that one seagull. <laughs> the Livingston seagull. There's a... that song in the Beavis and Butthead movie about the lesbian <laughs> seagull. <laughs> Plumbing that particular uh, drain, you know, and then, and then you know, look, who knows? We might Life of Pi probably talks about a book. I mean, a tiger at some point probably does. Probably, at some <laughs> do point. rocks have souls? I might explore that. There's another 500 years of literature. Don't worry, don't worry. We're just doing humans first. We'll get that done, and then we'll move on. Yeah, and so did you? Did you like the book? I was enjoying it. Yeah, there was like it was quite cool with the power struggle. You know, like it yeah, was about yeah, the about wolf, like the wolfy the, power struggle. Yeah, with the with the ranking and the sort of the uh, like the um, you know he was he was like a big dog, but he was in a in a he was pulling a sleigh, but with like a lot of huskies and things like that. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and so and then, the, the man dies. Oh, maybe I didn't get to that. Oh, he drowns in a puddle. Really? From 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 recollection. Yeah, right. He drowns in a puddle that's like two inches deep. Don't know how it happens. You know, my He's dad. He's unconscious or my, something. My dad stopped drinking after I think the age of. This is the story I've heard heard years ago. But stopped drinking after the age of sixteen because he he had <laughs> he uh, he was worried he would drown in a glass of beer. No, because he <laughs> and that is crushed ball. <laughs> no, that I think he we got really drunk and then almost drowned in a puddle. Now oh, this might not be true. I don't know, but I think when he was sixteen, he almost drowned in a puddle when he was drunk. That's awful. Mm, yeah, and so then he doesn't. 
And but maybe all that had happened is that he had read Call of the Wild. You know, so did is it true that is it Jimi Hendrix or James Morrison drowned in their own vomit? Yeah, I think so. One of those two? Yeah, I think maybe both. Both probably was it, was it that they both drowned in Jimi Hendrix's vomit? vomit or yeah, I can't remember one. Or did they get to drown in your, their own vomit? Uh, I mean, you'd, I guess that when when you reach that level, you probably get to. Because there's something. It's a quite I don't know amazing. if they ever collaborated like that. Is is that one of the only ways that you can sort of die in a totally self-contained way? You know, like like you, yeah, um, you know. Because you can have a heart attack and that sort of thing, but that's sort of natural causes. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's you, you, you do have it within you, mm. yeah, in a sense. Well, completely within you, the vomit is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it was once outside of you because like only that's like, true. In that an sense, hour ago, it it had been like a yeah, you know, it was a like sandwich. a stew or yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he ate. Like what what was in the the vomit. <laughs> Like, because there would have been like a last taste. Anyway, mm, that's mm. really awful to think about. But I guess, I guess, we, at that point, you are, in order to choke on and on your own vomit, you have to be so out. Yes, indeed. That you don't. You're probably even... not tasting. You're probably not enjoying it very much. Yeah. Have you ever got to that point where you? The are... last, to be honest, the last vomit that probably contained a lot of alcohol it was probably just a lot of a lot of alcohol and stomach acids. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, or liquid. Look, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. Well, when 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 the baby is very new, you constantly worry about um, first of all a lot of mucus that comes out of their throat. Yes, uh, when because they've got mucus in them and stuff like well, that. Well, are they are they permeated by mucus because they were in the um... they were yeah they were completely in mucus and so I think when it, when the baby comes out vaginally, the mm. being in that tube sort of squeezes some out, squeezes a lot the birth of birth canal, the birth canal, yeah. But then, but I think they still do have some mucus that comes out. And so then, in the really like like I remember the first day he was born, like it it sounded like he was choking. Oh god! You know, and you're just like panic, panic. But you're still in the hospital, so like I remember kind of like r- essentially running with him to the front desk because oh. the nurse couldn't come fast enough. Run <laughs> to the front desk. Well, this is just reception. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, whatever the you know could sign you in, give war. you a mint. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we'll get a nurse to come and get you. But yeah, to be yeah. honest, this is going to be a 45-minute wait. <laughs> um, no, but then... And then they're like, oh, look, he's breathing now. And you go, yeah, well, that was pretty scary. Could you have told us that this can happen? Yeah, and yeah, that they can, they can handle this? But yeah, that's real spooky. And that's kind of like a version of spewing in your own mouth. Anyway, look, I don't know if the spewing in your own mouth is going to lead don't, to... You don't think that's there's comedy in that? I mean... What about, if only, what, what, if, only what, if there was a positive thing that spewing in your own mouth could achieve, like you know, in the same way that like, uh, let's say the guy who created dynamite. <laughs> uh, that was actually Alfred Nobel, the uh, Alfred inventor, Nobel, yeah, yes, the originator so, of the Nobel Prize. But initially, it was created to uh, help, you know, like with mining and things like that. I believe yes. dynamite and stuff, and and uh, but then it was used for evil, you mm. know, for, by a lot of. Uh, it was weaponized. It was weaponized. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He invented it. They showed up and said, "Alfred, <laughs> all right, you forget it. You got to forget everything about yeah. this. And so then, look, we're going to take this. Money. We're going to give this to everyone in Afghanistan. Then we're going to take it take away. It away. They won't they be won't, able to blow up anything. They won't have any lumbar support. They'll <laughs> <laughs> put the sticks of dynamite behind their back. They'll sit in their office chairs. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> but then it was used for good, and so I wonder, you know, in a way, I guess that's what kind of what vomiting is. Vomiting is getting bad stuff out of your body, but then when it when mm. it clogs up your air hole, mm. it's mm. used for evil, mm. <laughs> such uh, as killing James Morrison. Yeah, like you know, so in a way, you know, your body vomiting and then you choking on that vomit is being killed by the very thing that's trying to keep you alive. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, you're right. There is no comedy in it. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, death is you know it can be funny, but I think there's something about choking on vomit that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I think that Morrison or Hendrix's. Oh, maybe more like maybe Hendrix's death is is more tragic than some other people. I don't think Morrison's is that much more. It feels like he was headed that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you're probably right. Have you, did you ever have a Doors moment where you loved the Doors 
And then you went, oh, no, wait, the doors are shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think I've had either of those moments. To be honest, did yeah. you have? A, did you go through a phase? I had a moment where somebody told me that they hated Jim Morrison's like poetry, and then like, and I still like the Doors, but there's, I I started to really hate Jim Morrison, and mm. I can't like him anymore. Like that, there was something I like. I, I think I saw through, it and I realized you're just a fucking wank. Like. <laughs> But I don't know. Then, you know, I guess maybe I could turn around again and go, hey, you're just a human trying to be loved as well. Well, indeed. I mean, we're all a bit of a wank. That's true. Mm. I do nice things, but part of me is always just either hoping to be thanked or trying to just be better than other people. Yeah. You know? Like, so, which people in particular? Jim oh, you, Alistair. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to generalize. No. Uh, I could be quite specific. Yeah, I'm great. always just trying to be better than you. And um, <sighs> One day, Andy. One mm, day. Mm. No. Um, yeah. But look, you know what? Maybe, look, it's probably been roughly seven to ten years since I turned around on Jim Morrison. So maybe I'm due for a turnaround again. Turnaround. I think so maybe I just need to listen to This turnaround. Is The End again. I'm trying to remember any Doors songs. No, 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 no. I can't. I don't know the notes. So, but it's, you know, like, like, so it starts with. Oh, well, like it's a... gonna make it hard. Is that just one song? This is the end. Yeah, this is the so end. So it's a good song. I don't remember. I don't know how any of the notes go. But like, it's, look, think of it's like a bass kind of going like. Some, it sounds like a little let's, bit like let's this. Let's just without try the and approximate it. Okay, okay you look, do the bass, I'll... and I'll do the high notes. Okay, no. Well, well, look, I'll try and do it. And then you try and do the, a version of what I did. Okay, okay. great, great. So, okay. It goes like this. It goes... Like that. And so that's the end. That yeah. is, this is the end. Yeah. All right. Look, we're still we're still only on three sketches. Only I, look, on three sketches. I think that was good. I yeah. I, like, oh, I enjoyed that. It's it, quality content. What what is? I mean, what is? I think sometimes people wonder. What would this is the end be like if you took all the musicality out of it and did an impressionist version? Yeah, you know? if you did an impression of a person, if, if a person who can't do music and has never heard the end yeah. did an impression of someone who can do music and has heard the the end, this but is the can't. End. Th- this is the end. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't even know the name, uh, and but can't really remember it. You know, I, I think. See, there's. <laughs> You know, when you do a cover of a song, there's only a few different ways you can approach it, right? You can try and do it, you know, you can be try and do a faithful version, right? Where you're very true to the original like spirit. It, yeah. You can try and do like a reinterpretation. So you can do like a, um, a was it Ryan, what's his name, who did, uh, the you know, Taylor Swift's uh, oh, yeah. 1989, did it Ryan all sort Adams. of, Ryan Adams tried and did it all um, folky. Yeah. You know, took a pop song, pop album, did it all, did it all folk style. Yeah. You know, what about, Sort of trying to do a cover without actually having heard <laughs> the song. Right, yeah. I think, look, I think you that's know. good. Like, this is what I think it would have sounded like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, I gotta... This is, okay, so, like, for example, do you, I mean, do you pick a, a band that you like or do you pick a band that you don't like? <laughs> Did you? Because. Well, I mean, I, both of them are different sort of version, you know, alternatives. You know, you can, you can pick a band where you've only heard the name. Great, okay, of the so band. Like, the hives. Yeah. All right. Great. So, okay. So I, I, I couldn't tell you any of their music. Okay. But this is the way, this is how I think a hive song would go. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's great, and I think that I think that might even be something. Okay, you know, like the Triple J, you know, Triple J is like a version, but (laughs) where you come in and you do a song you haven't heard, 
<laughs> so do you think we've we've created a radio segment? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cover a song from a band you've you, never heard. You've never heard, or yeah, you know, you might have, maybe you've heard the band, maybe. <laughs> You know, and, and 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 look, I'm sure this has probably been mm. done on on the radio. It's like, you know, say Radiohead's going to bring out a new album. There's yeah. a lot of buzz. A lot right? of buzz. Nothing's been released. No leaks yet, right? Well, we don't. We haven't heard it. What we're going to do is we're just going to we're just going to have a crack. <laughs> what we think it might yeah. be. <laughs> Obviously, we won't get us to do it. We'll get someone with you know. I mean, you could do it with instruments. Yeah, you could. You could. You could even do it with instruments, Alistair. I mean, that's the beauty of it is that you could actually create a whole album based off. Off of what you thought if, if you Bob could, Dylan's new album was going to be. If you could beat Radiohead to market with Radiohead's next album, oh, I mean, think about it. I'm, right? I'm currently thinking about it a People lot. are always trying to get a jump on these guys. Yeah. Right? You know, you, Apple, you know, maybe they've got a new feature on the new iPhone. Samsung's going to want to get that out. Yeah. They don't, <laughs> know, what the, what, they don't know what the feature is, so they, yeah. they add five new features. Yeah, yeah. So well, they go, <laughs> all right, uh, we know they got, they got a big announcement. It's going to be big. Apparently, it's going to revolutionize the phone. All right, we got to think about a few things that we can revolutionize the phone with that will beat them to it. Mm, mm. All right, okay. Uh, right. A handle. A handle, great. So <laughs> on the side, so you can carry it like a bag. Oh, great! Uh, and then, and it stretches out, and 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 it, it it acts as it acts also like a like a selfie stick. Yeah, yeah. The selfie stick's part okay, of the great. phone, right? Uh, you, uh, you people. A lot of people take photographs of themselves in mirrors, right? What oh. if um, the phone came with a mirror? Great. The phone is itself a mirror. Is it, is it self a mirror? The back is a mirror. The back's a mirror so that you can look at yourself. Yep, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, that's actually good. But then you can also just turn on the camera with the camera facing at you. But why wouldn't they just have the, a functional backside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if the, functional the, phone, backside. the phone's got a really sharp edge on it so you can use it to scrape course, things yeah. off the pavement? Or, yeah, or you could <laughs> like a bottle opener on it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, put Swiss Army knives out of business. Yes. Right. Well, we've already put cameras out of business, right? We put Camera cameras, Kodak's gone. Watches, they're they're on Swatch, the on the ropes. Swatch, on the way forget out. about it. Fuck you, Swatch. Yes. Um, uh, Fitbit that'll probably only last a couple of years. No, I just that's, lost and mine that's today. only new. You lost? You serious? Lost yeah, it? I lost mine today. You lost your Fitbit? Yeah, I think I had it on my wrist, and then when I dropped off the boy at daycare today, uh, it just when I got home, it was gone. Wow. I think I got pickpocketed. <laughs> You know, like one of those, one of those French guys on the street that yeah. switched. But anyway, well, yeah. I, I look. I hope you're still getting his stats. I hope, I hope he's very active. One of well, those, one of those French guys on the street. You know, the you know in France they got a lot of really like, you know, really people who are like you know good with sleight of hand and they can take your watch off without you noticing. It sounds like a good skill. Well, you can if you like watches. I mean, they're they're. Good. They're I mean, essentially they're going to be useless now. Exactly. <laughs> they're doing you a favor. Yeah. I mean, Swatch is going out of business, which might bring the price of watches up. Are Swatch actually going out of business? I don't know. No. I know a guy who, who writes, his job is to write about luxury watches. That's his whole job. <sighs> like, but he, you know, he's, he's just a guy like you and me who just wanted to get, make, make some coin doing some writing. Yeah. Sometimes, right? And then, right. got this job, got to keep a baby alive. Right? He's got to keep a baby alive. You've got to keep a baby job. alive. You've got to do what you've got to do. Writes about luxury watches. He wears them sometimes. He's like, this one, 16 grand. Like that. And that's not even a super expensive one. Do you really have to wear the watch in order to... How do you know what it feels like? Can you just describe the f- how it feels yeah. on your wrist? I mean, it probably feels really good. Not probably. I mean, just knowing that you've got something you... that's worth more than the, than the contents <laughs> of your home. But how how good... Could something possibly feel on your wrist to 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 overcome the nauseating feeling that you spent sixteen thousand dollars on a watch? That's the thing. For some people, that's not even a bad feeling. 
It's probably a good feeling. Probably, you know, absolutely. It's well, I think, and 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 really, I don't know if it's a feeling for them. I think it's a feeling, like I mean, obviously they get the feeling, <laughs> but I think think the feeling comes from other people seeing the watch on them. That's but what... then it's only going to be noticed by people who know these things about watches. Only the watch fans. Well, then you start hanging out with and they, watch fans. And they can probably afford watches of their own if they're I mean, that into watches. I guess that's why you go to luxury watch conventions. I guess that's why people write about luxury watches. There must be like, there must be business in it that people are spending sixteen grand on a luxury watch. Some people's whole lives are luxury. To the point where it mustn't be luxury at all. Yeah. They have to they have to go up a class size in order to like... A like notch. Class, go up a notch to get luxury. A watch notch. Proper luxury. luxury. Notchery. You know? Maybe like a f- watch that has like a phone built into it. I think... <laughs> I guess they already have those. It's the Apple. Those oh, things suck so bad. Anyway. Suck, suck real bad. I think, um, you know, tr- look, trying to find a new feature for a phone is... is, is is quite trying quite to beat good. The, ne- the other company to trying to trying trying to trying to beat them to market. Here's uh, a genuine one that I think yes. is a, is a thing that that will revolutionise some of the phones is a built-in projector. Yeah, like oh my god, absolutely. Once you can lay it on your back on your bed, put your phone on your chest, and it just projects movies onto the t- onto shit. the roof the for the ceiling, not onto the roof. That'd be crazy, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and not useful for you. Not useful at all, but. If Entertaining to, for people in planes. Yeah, if you wanted to contact planes somehow. It'd be perfect if you were lost on a desert island and perfect. you'd built a house. And you had your phone. <laughs> yeah, if you had your phone and there was battery charge left. Yes. Um, all right, so, so that... Perfect. Um, that, is, that is quite good, though. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, especially if the release, though... I mean, could the sketch be like the releases, like we've, t- we've taken away... Like they're they're trying to anticipate what iPhone is going to do with the new model. Yep. And so they create all these like revolutionary things and put it <laughs> in their phone, and then they release their phone. And like like iPhone releases its phone after they've spent all this money on R and D to mm, make these mm. things happen, and then they find out what all that Apple did was remove the headphone jack. Um, I guess that's still a win for Samsung. Yeah, right? yeah. No, it still still sounds like they've got a pretty amazing phone. Unless, unless the innovations that they have put on there are a bottle, <laughs> bottle, bottle opener, opener. <laughs> maybe like a like a little pocket that you could keep wet wipes in. <laughs> I think, I think a guy at Apple trying to pitch to Steve Jobs <laughs> the thing, <laughs> the thing, or like, a, just a really terrible Apple keynote. Would be funny, you know. Yeah. The, the new new iPhone comes out, and it's got a it's got a bottle opener. Uh, I mean, even that is kind of is, yeah. That that is quite funny because their their announcements have got more and more pathetic. Yeah, over yeah. time. Because Absolutely. how are they going to revolutionize stuff as much as they did with the mm. iPhone? Yeah, like yeah. And so they go iPhone eight. Uh, we're taking away the screen. <laughs> the iPhone eight. This is a horizontal phone. It's a horizontal. You just you look at the side of the phone. You hold the phone up in front of your eyes like you're that guy in Star Trek with the weird band in front of his eyes. But uh, no, I, I mean horizontal. <laughs> like, like the phones are always shown vertically, but oh, like yeah. just rotated ninety degrees. That's the innovation. Oh yeah, great. That's that's totally, they've done is turn it. Yeah, and we've removed the feature where you, where your phone fl- like the screen turns when you yeah when you turn <laughs> so that, it. This is a 90-degree shift in the way people will perceive phones. <laughs> this is a huge... This is a full 90-degree 90 90 <laughs> shift. This is a half 180. This is a full 180 and then another 270 degrees shift <laughs> in the way we perceive It's a telephone. full 180 twist, then 90 degrees back. Back again. If, just to say it another another way for you. Another way. Anyway, that's, uh, that's <laughs> it for this. You see, it's not one description... <laughs> It's three, three descriptions, descriptions. <laughs> but they're all about one thing. It's a phone on its side. It's a phone on its side. <laughs> what we've done is we've taken the phone and we've turned it on its side. <laughs> We're going to turn the whole phone industry on its end by turning the phone on, on its, its side. End. 
side, side. Side. Side end. On its end and then back a bit to the side. And then if we've overshot it, back again back to the again. side. It's, but, but we won't. We'll put it down on a table so we get it exactly right. Look, I think that we have the five sketches for today. We've got today. the five sketches. I like, yeah. Take us back through the Malastair. Rick Moranis pitch, the Honey Eye series. Uh, we're pitching him new dimensions that can be Great. changed. Yep. Time, uh, you know, you know, changing it to just two dimensions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, weaponizing man. Uh, you know, he goes in some just dad and his son inventing a new foam triangle in, yeah. the, in the garage. Lumbar support. Lumbar support. They they flood Afghanistan with them. Then uh, <laughs> take it away. Then oh, then of course. Then take it away, of course. Uh, Doctor Sketch with weird question of phenomena. This I don't, didn't write this very good, but. Uh, Bernie P three minutes into a poo, <laughs> the guy talk, comes to the doctor to talk about that. that that's been happening, and then the doctor says, "Oh my!" He gets really excited. He goes, yeah. "I think we, we you may have discovered something new. This might yeah. be like, you know, there's not much left to find." And and then he gets. Are that, you going to refer me to a, spe- a specialist? Uh, hell, I'm not telling anybody about no, this. You, I'm, not don't referring, you I'm not referring you to anybody. All you right, get the Nobel. You're not first. leaving this office. <laughs> You're coming home with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep my eye on you. And then there's a, the radio segment that we came up with, with which is a cover a song from a band you've never heard that maybe you hate or love. Yes. And uh, you just make it, maybe even the whole album. You know, then you, that's, look, it's a great writing prompt. Yeah. And if we had the ability, we would definitely do that one. Mm. I, don't worry. Yeah, no, absolutely. Today I was re- listening to a podcast about music compositions. So well, then you're that. well on the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um I learned about a bit about musical phrases. Mm. Anyway, and, uh, and one of those kind of... is um, t- t- turn up the amplifier. Yeah, good on you, buddy. Oh, that was good. good. It was good. Uh, iPhone innovation uh, is what I call this one, but you know, it's kind of got yeah. to do with you know either two com- phone companies trying to compete or just a guy from the iPhone yes. trying to just come up. You know, it's either iPhone. Talks presentations, what yes. do you call them? Keynote. Keynotes, great. Sample I'm keynote. Write keynote. Um, or you know, whatever mm. bottle openers. Yeah. I mean, look, this. I mean, all of these could go we, by. We made it sticky. This is this is the you kind of stick vi- the phone to the window. Uh, suction, like that gooey stuff that you used a, to get it with, like a sticky hand that you would get at the at great. the show. Yeah. Uh, put that on the back of the phone. Uh, we've put little feet on it, and you can wind it up, and it jumps, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it jumps down the. Like that. You can do that like that. Then it doesn't work on the keynote. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Like like uh, like Steve when he th- Steve Jobs when he threw that camera or something. He had some it had a bit of a bit of a meltdown. Oh no! Was that in a keynote? In a keynote. Oh, Steve! Don't you know they film those? <laughs> he didn't actually. He didn't know they were being filmed. Oh, really? Any of them. He didn't know anything oh was God. being filmed. He didn't know about cameras. <laughs> Even though he threw one. I guess he didn't yep. know it was a camera, yep. so that's why exactly. he didn't that's care. why he was so angry. He probably just thought it was a pebble. Yep. Funny shame rock. And he, he, thought, he shouted. And he thought the crowd of people was a was a lake. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a very switched on guy. Ah, well. Ah, well. Ah, well. No, because, you know, today I just tried to start writing a bit about how I heard a kid say that old classic line which is you know well if blah blah is so good then why is he dead right you heard a kid say that well no i said i said i said that in the thing that i wrote oh, right, but right, really right. it was me i think i think they think that <laughs> argument all that and i think it's actually a very good argument because <laughs> i think it's like well if you couldn't make your life find a point by removing the one thing that makes your life pointless, which is the death at the end, you know, then I guess in a way you don't deserve to be considered good. I have no idea what you just said. That's cool. I think it's probably best. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good thought to end on. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. It's do, you a like, do you ever listen to like podcasts and you like, you go, all these people sound so smart. And they're all like, <laughs> all the stuff they say I so well that, thought out. I do out. that all the time. I, on the other hand, must say some of the stuff that so many people like just furrow their brow at how the logic doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good thought to end on. It's I a hope. good thought to end on. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much. We're back and uh, talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.